How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the League Podcast. This is one of your few hosts, Drew Lamp, the GM of the Kansas City Royals, and your commissioner. And I am joined by somebody's first time on the podcast, our fearless Washington Nationals general manager, Josh. Josh, how's it going? We're doing good. Uh, spring training ain't looking too hot, but starters haven't been in too much, so young guys just aren't progressing, I guess. I know it's spring training. It's really interesting to see which one of those guys or two will actually like do something. But before we hop into kind of your team, why don't you give yourself just a little introduction? Uh, what got you into out of the park baseball? Any other leagues or teams you might be on? Yeah, so uh, I'm from up north of Canuck here. So Jay's fan, obviously. Last five years or so have been very fortuitous to us. That's for sure. But uh, in terms of oh. Out of the park, uh, I'm a big big sports fan. Always uh, enjoyed more of the GM leagues of games. I actually have never heard of Out of the Park till about probably about a month before I joined the league. Actually, so this is actually the first league, first game I've ever done where I've gone past a season. So that's been interesting, a good learning experience. But uh, I just enjoy the uh, the in depthness of of the game for sure. Right? There's, I think probably the reason most of us are here yeah i think that some of the features and the development system in the game it's really unmatched compared to most other modern sports games so i think i'm pretty similar with you this was actually my first online league and i didn't really do much before until you know kind of covid hit and that was kind of one of my outlets so i guess you and i are pretty similar not playing too much beforehand <laughs> So let's uh, hop into the NL East. You know, I am an NL East alumni, so I'd love to talk about some of these teams. (laughs) Appreciate it. Love to talk about some of these teams. Let's uh, start with yours. What are you you expecting from your Washington Nationals? Well, you know, obviously a a playoff first where it would be nice being able to pass the wild card. You and and Dan over there have been pretty good at cock blocking me a bit but we'll see i got most of my positions locked up i think so i'm looking kind of utility guy i got a outfield position hoping the starting pitching can maintain probably been my uh my issue every year i uh haven't had the best luck with the uh the aging curves i'd say <laughs> yeah i know i uh in jest they used to call your team the retirement home because i'm pretty sure like strasburg's like white's like 37 now Ah, he's a young pup. I think he's only 34, 33. Well, he's got a few more years to go then. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Scherzer, Scherzer went down fast. He uh, he didn't make it through the 2020 season. I remember I got David Price off of uh, Johnny there, L.A., off a really good deal. He was just trying to dump the contract. Little I did, I know, uh, like you said, my first time really playing through a, a season or two on OT, OOTP and didn't realize the, uh, the stuff. The miles per hour drop so fast and be such a uh, a detriment there. I think I've got, I think I've probably got, I'm paying David Price, I think, this year still. I've probably got about 30, 30, 40 million. I'm just paying guys not to be around right now. So, Will Harris. Will Harris was another good one. Yeah, it's a, I know I've looked at your team earlier and I was pretty shocked at just the amount of dead money that are on the books. Oh. So, it's one of those situations where I'm like, 
a year or two when some of those contracts ease up, you're going to be able to really buy in free agency and really extend some of those younger guys. Well, I think Corbin's still got three years, and that third year's for 35 for some reason, so. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where the, uh, I don't know if you've ever actually seen that contract. It's It was goofy. It went like, like 18, 22, 23, 22, like maybe 25, and then 35 at like age 35. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not structured like you see most baseball contracts. No, but I think they were saddled with the, uh, they were already paying 35 each to uh, Scherzer and Strasburg leading up to that. So, yeah, it's a, a pretty good point. Uh, outside of some of those older guys and some of those bigger contracts, is there anybody in spring training on your team that you kind of got your eye on? Uh, like I said, I got most of my positions locked. I don't really have too, too many fights. I got to fight for utility positions, so that's not really the uh, the most intriguing. I got Eddie Yeen. He's a 20-year-old. going to see what he can do. He's got a, a 70, uh, 98, 99 fastball. Not the best control, but he's 20. Yeah, dude, that dude looks like he's going to be able to just lock, knock the socks off some batters. His stuff looks off the charts. If he can keep the control, he was a he was a top hundred prospect. Fell off. He didn't have the best year in Double A last year, but I have uh, been trying him as a starting pitcher. I'll probably take that back now. But yeah, uh, so happy to hear that. Kind of with a lot of your players, you're pretty locked in those positions, and obviously you've got some starters that are gonna be in the rotation. You have any young pitchers that you have your eye on other than Yane, or is it mostly? You know who your guys are. The rest of the guys are going to fight it out in the minors, and we'll see what happens in two years. Yeah, well, uh, I've got a couple of my uh, Rule 5 guys I picked up. Don't look too, too bad. Joe Ryan, I think he's a, uh, he was a former top 100 guy, and he's got some pretty pretty good stuff. So him and then uh, Colton Hawk, he didn't fare too, too well in his first uh, spring outing, but we'll see if he can bounce back. Awesome. Well, it's... Nice seeing that there's a, a few guys that you got in the Rule 5 that, you know, might make an impact in the spring training, maybe even the season. Yeah, I was able to hold through uh, Bettinger last year. He he pitched about a four, four and a half ERA, so he was about average at least. He He's better early on for sure. Oh, yeah, especially in our league where we have a, a National League DH. I would I was be really happy with a four, four and a half ERA. <laughs> Outside of your team, let's take a peek at the rest of the division. Uh, I know you've got a pretty crowded division in terms of talent with your team, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Atlanta Braves, and the New York Mets, I think, should be better. And Miami's obviously in the middle of the rebuild, so we'll start seeing their talent come through. Out of those teams, which team do you think is going to be your biggest competition? Uh, you know what? I, I think it's going to be uh, pretty consistent for the last three years. I think you and Philly, obviously, there hasn't been too many changes, right? There wasn't too many people coming in or out. So we're looking pretty much the same rosters. I'm looking, like you said, three-way race, and I don't know what the hell happened to the Mets. Every time I freaking started going a bad tumble, I wanted to complain. I was like, fuck, you know what, though? At least, <laughs> at least I'm not in New York right now. You look at the Mets and you're like, they have a good lineup. There's a ton of players with some good stats. They've got some really good pitchers. And DeGrom still hasn't aged too much. Betances is should be fire out of that bullpen. 
just for some reason, it just could not click last year. Yeah, I, like I went through, I looked, their, their pitching was all top 10, I think, top 10, top 15, but the uh, it was the offense, and even I looked at a couple guys just before coming on, and I forget who it was, but you had a couple key guys, still good ratings, young guys, and you know, OPS is dropped by like a point one, one fifty, right? So I, the offense just wasn't clicking for some reason. Yeah, so that's definitely got to be a bounce back contender for this upcoming year. Obviously, like some of those franchise mainstays, like Pete Alonso, I don't expect them to have a down year. Jeff McNeil looks like he's gonna a left handed hitter in New York, so he might not hit too many home runs, but he'll at least hit for average. So maybe we'll see a bounce back here from the Mets. Uh, I know you mentioned the Braves and Philly kind of with that three horse race. It's crazy to me that the division the past two years has calmed down to like the final two weeks of the season. If you were looking at those rosters, who are some guys that you have your eye on? Well, like I said, you've got a couple star studded guys in the, uh, the pitching rotation, right? You've got uh, Pearson and, or I guess you're not there anymore. Sorry. <laughs> no offense it's okay you got that that pitching rotation stacked all guys under 25 almost they're all looking to improve and the offense obviously you got lbs and asuna freeman the best hitter in the league probably other than uh soto yes when i kind of built that team originally i was looking for youth and i was looking for power so uh, it's interesting to hear freeman being the best hitter because i remember being the general manager last year and i was like freddie like, I, I, I need you to carry the offense. And in the 130 games, he, he pretty much did. He matched his 2020 numbers pretty close to him, at least for, like, average and his OPS. But I was so upset about how some of the guys were playing that I was like, Freddie, it's, it's your team, buddy. Like, you can hit cleanup lefties and righties. I don't mind. I don't know what it was. I, uh, I looked up our – um our numbers against each other and you you were like 15 and like 28 against me or i was sorry you just freaking ate my lunch every series i don't know what it was yeah uh it's crazy too because i remember the first season in 2020 our head-to-heads i looked at it and we were like dead even but something just switched i think a few of the lineup changes that happened last year for Atlanta, putting Albies as the leadoff hitter and putting Acuna as the cleanup instead, specifically like really made the offense click. That was probably the biggest change that I made there. But yeah, it was always so much fun because none of those games were blowouts. And okay, I've got the craziest stat actually from last season. Oh, I got to hear it. So Atlanta, quality starts, 53. Washington. 54. <laughs> Kevin Gosman pitching the 550 ERA, outpacing the league almost. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Love the signing. I was really excited for that signing. He really is disappointed. Yeah, you know, maybe he'll have a bounce back. We'll see. I'm not. <laughs> He's on the block. <laughs> we'll retain. We'll retain. He's a uh, definitely, like you said, he's a candidate for a bounce back candidate for the, the year for sure. <laughs> yeah, I heard it here first. Kevin Gosman is on the block. Looking at one of the other big contenders, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, Dan, a.k.a. hit a lot of dingers, has yeah. built a, a, a really interesting squad, and he's really retained a lot of the name talent that started with the team. 
So mm. when you look at that team, who who are you looking at? What are the big names? Well, they're interesting. They've got they've got the good mix pitching and uh, and hitting Harper Segura. Yeah, so they got the, all the mainstays, right? They got Real Muto. He uh, he got injured last year for a couple couple months. I think that's what really hurt him midway through the uh, season. So it'll be interesting if he uh, if he's looking to bring Romo up or not. I know he's got him up playing right now. Be looking through his lineup, and I haven't done this before for spring training. He has got people all over the place too. Yeah, the way. Uh, so Real Muto specifically, he literally only played like 35 games last year. So yeah. obviously we expect him to be like a five or six war player. So that'll be more than enough to like really change that. And then <laughs> kind of the rest of the team. It's I saw his lineup too. He's got literally a few players that are playing in some different spots. Romo specifically, that guy looks like a stud. He looks to be really good. And if Drew Romo backs up JT Real Muto, like that's a one heck of a one-two punch for a catcher. Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in uh, what he's going to do on the, the first baseman. He's got Alex Baum there. He had a so he had an off year last year, though. I know he had a really good rookie season, but we'll see if he's going to be missing Hoskins too much or not. Yeah, I remember uh, Dan told me that. I thought that his team was going to age out, and he told me to look out for Alec Baum. So he's been on my short list now for a little bit. The one thing I don't think I've uh, been disappointed, I haven't heard any mention of uh, Hoskins walking off Phillies game 162 for them to lose the uh, the playoff spot to the wild card. <laughs> N-O-T, N-O-T. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, like, they – decided uh it was time to win the 163 and yeah, i'm not i'm not sure if he uh if he would have beat out colorado if the, for the tiebreaker or not but uh it definitely was for the tying game yeah i think that that like a home run like that just goes to show how close of a division this is like yeah. it, it, i think it's going to come down to the wire again and especially looking at kind of the build of the Phillies, I'd say their one spot that they could improve a little bit is probably their starting pitching. Looks to be their weakest overall position. But I'm looking at the ratings of their bullpen. So I'd say if they get a few guys that can go four innings, it might not be that big of an issue. If their starting pitching is an issue, I'm uh, I might be sweating my boots a little bit. <laughs> They're not too bad. They've got they got some good guys. They've got some all right guys. Joe Musgrove, he can pitch. He's gonna probably give you close to two hundred, and I'd say an average ERA. Hopefully, Aaron Nola, he can uh, pick up the pace a bit, bring that down. He's he should be good. Should be better than he is. Yeah, and like Wheeler, I don't think has had a very good uh, start to the league. He's <laughs> he's a uh, he's the captain of the five ERA club. That's how I'm gonna phrase Zach Wheeler. I said he should he shouldn't be bad. <laughs> yeah, and he'll give you a hundred and forty to hundred and fifty innings. You're just gonna also get a five, five and a half, maybe even a six ERA. Just not want those innings pitched. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that brings us over to the rebuilding Miami Marlins. I don't look at them kind of as a team looking to contend quite yet. There is a few players that are kind of on my radar to see how they do this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Marlins? Any players that you have your eye on? They've definitely got the uh, the two, three pitchers there that are 
like Pablo Lopez, Edward Cabrera, maybe, and I think Rogers as well that are, you know, not there yet, but, you know, we'll have to see what they do this year and see if they can make the next step. In terms of the, uh, yeah, the offense too, it's, you say, you don't know any of these guys. They all look, they all look all right. Their average age on the offense has to be 24, I think. I'm pretty sure if you read me off the lineup, I would think that you're making some of the names up. Like, I've never heard, oh, I'm going to butcher this one, Ahiri Adrianza. I I don't know who that is. And he looks to be like a super utility guy. Uh, Stuart Fairchild. Like, I, these guys, it's going to be a really probably poor offensive performance. At least my scout doesn't like many of these guys. Yeah, like you said, they're young. They are very young. So we'll see kind of how some of those offensive guys, and you hit it on the head with those pitchers you listed off, which one of those guys might end up developing a little bit more. Yeah. And what they brought in, yeah, they brought in Nomar Mayara too from, uh, picked him off the Mets. He's a average player, semi plus. Yeah, it's not bad. Not terrible. Just looking at what my scout thinks, I, I've got the Diaz brothers kind of on my radar. They're both playing first base. I'd love to see if they both make the team. My scout likes them both, and they look to be two left-handed, pretty solid hitters. So it'll be interesting to see kind of which direction he ends up going at that position. Yeah, I don't know about Luan Diaz for me. <laughs> he's not scouted too. He's only he's not scouted too well, but my scout's not not cheering him on. Isan looks good. The pitchers, I know you mentioned Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez to me looks like a stud. That guy looks like maybe not this year, maybe next year, the year later, he's gonna be rocking like a high three, mid three ERA, and he might be able to pitch maybe like one seventy innings. So. Thanks for putting him on our radar. Yeah. Well, then, you know, by the time he's doing that, they'll have Hancock up. and. Oh, yeah. that The farm is really the highlight of that team. I've ever, like, that Sixto Sanchez trade, he got, like, four or five real star players that can join that team soon. So it's not something that we're going to be watching quite yet. But, like, Jason Dominguez is the number 14 rated in terms of prospects and that dude looks like he's going to knock the cover off the ball yeah i'm not sure what the pressure their uh jeter's putting on them over there or not but <laughs> yeah maybe ownership's like hey when next year we bring them up you know, guys the budget is yeah so i guess that gives us a quick around the horn of the division any other stray thoughts you have for like players teams or predictions uh putting me on the spot here yeah, I know, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I you know I got to put Soto up for the batting title. He's got a he's due for an award here. I think. Do you think Soto is going to win the batting title, like best batting average? Well, there's average home runs, something he's due. He's got to win something here. He was pretty close last year, I think, wasn't he? Well, he went on a tear September. Uh, my team fell apart in September last year, and he, I think he only, I think his OPS was like seven fifty eight hundred. Terrible. I expect him to still keep like a 450 on base percentage. Uh, he only hit 305. That being said, this kid's 23. So <laughs> expect that to go up again. Yeah. You know, as pitching, obviously, you got to have, uh, you got to be looking at the Braves there. Pearson's, Pearson's probably going to come out hot. Soroka, 
I can see Soroka up there. You know, obviously we got DeGrom over with the Mets. Uh, I'd love to see Strasburg stay healthy and maintain that uh, that mile per hour, hopefully. Awesome. Well, Josh, my friend, that leaves one final question for you. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Of course, you know, I got to take the Nationals. Of course. No of bias. course. No bias. <laughs> I just, uh, that's what my scout's saying. He's feeling good. Awesome. Well, I think I will leave you off one question that didn't quite make it onto our schedule. Uh, when's Juan Soto going to make it on the trade block? When's Juan Soto? Uh, we'll see. I, I'm waiting until year four. I, that's when I can offer the, uh, the unlimited contract, I believe, right? Yeah, so he just needs three years of service time. Is it three? Okay, so uh, if you don't see a contract in the next couple of weeks, that might be uh, the sign then. Okay, everybody. Mark the calendars. If we don't see Juan Soto signed, we got him on the block. We know those Scott Boris uh, clients work, so he ain't signing shit. (laughs) It's, It's true. At least he needs at least 400 mil guaranteed. Oh, you saw that Tadis fucking deal, and he laughed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for hopping on the League's podcast. I appreciate your time. Here's to another wonderful National League East race. And if it's like anything like the past, we know it's coming down to the final week. Yeah, thanks for having me on. We'll uh, we'll see if your replacement can uh, hold up the mantle and keep uh, the Braves going for you. I hope he gives you just a little bit of banter as well. We're hoping.